0: Welcome to the Pearl of the Great Price Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's September the 29th and on this day in Christian history we're back to the year 440 and we travel to Rome where Leo I is consecrated the Bishop of Rome to become the Pope. His papacy was very significant. Famous for his meeting with Attila the Hun and persuading him to discontinue his evasion of Italy, Leo also suppressed the Manichean heresy and strengthened the authority of the church. He'd assumed the papacy at a time of increasing barbarian invasions from the crumbling borders of the Roman Empire and decreasing imperial authority in the West. And so Leo was one of the first bishops of Rome to p- promote papal primacy based on the succession from Peter the Apostle, as a means of maintaining unity among the churches. He was the first Pope to be buried in St. Peter's, as he wanted to be close to the Apostle. And he was also the first Pope posthumously to be given the title the Great, and was declared a Doctor of the Church. Attila had invaded Italy, In 452, sacking cities such as Achillea and heading for Rome. Attila, the leader of a tribal empire consisting of Huns, Ostrogoths and Bulgars amongst others in Central and Eastern Europe, was one of the most feared enemies of the Western and Eastern Roman empires. He had already plundered the Balkans but was unable to take Constantinople. His incursion into Western Europe would get as far as Orléans in France before he was stopped in the Battle of the Catalonian Plains. And after his incursion into Northern Italy he allegedly demanded that the sister of the reigning emperor Valentinian III be sent to him with a dowry. In response the emperor sent three envoys to negotiate with Attila, including Pope Leo. According to the historian Prosper of Aquitaine, who was alive at the time of the event, Attila was so impressed by Leo that he withdrew. 300 years later, Paul the deacon, in a less historically reliable account, relates that an enormously huge man dressed in priestly robes and armed with a sword visible only to Attila, threatened him and his army with death during his discourse with Leo. And this prompted Attila to submit to his request. However, three years later, Leo's intercession could not prevent the sack of Rome by the Vandal king, Genseric. But murder and arson were repressed by his influence. The Pope and members of his clergy went to meet the invader to implore him to desist. And while the Vandals plundered the city, the gesture nevertheless prevented Rome from being burnt. And the Pope received assurances that the Basilicas of St Peter and of St Paul and St John, in which part of the terrified population had sought refuge, were spurred. Leo was also a strong theologian and an accomplished writer, and almost 100 sermons and 150 letters of Leo have been preserved. The most significant piece of writing is known as Leo's Tome, which was written for the Second Council of Ephesus. Leo's representatives delivered his famous Tome, which was the Statement of the Faith of the Roman Church, which repeats, following Augustine of Hippo, the formulas of Western Christology. The council did not read the letter, nor did it pay attention to the protests of Leo's, which is why the council was never recognised as ecumenical, and it was later repudiated by the council of Chalcedon. However, Leo's tome is seen as deeply influential on the church's Christology, with Leo defending the true divinity and the true humanity the one Christ, against a heretical one-sidedness. Another significant theological legacy of Leo was his suppression of Manichaeism, a form of religious dualism, which was spreading with extraordinary rapidity in the church in both the East and the West. It was a religion founded by the Persian Mani in the latter half of the 3rd century. And it purported to be the true synthesis of all the religious systems then known, with Zoroastrian dualism, Babylonian folklore, Buddhist ethics and some small and superficial additions of Christian elements. Mani was the final prophet after Zoroaster, Gautama Buddha and Jesus. And it taught an elaborate dualistic cosmology describing the struggle between a good spiritual world of light and an evil material world of darkness. Through an ongoing process that takes place in human history, light is gradually removed from the world of matter and returned to the world of light where it came. And so constantly downplaying the incarnation it would create within the church an elite secret group with communities who had access to hidden knowledge, gnosis. Manichaeans fleeing the vandals had come to Rome in the year 439 and secretly organized there. And Neo learnt about it four years later and proceeded against them by holding a public debate with their representatives and writing letters of warning to the Italian bishops. It was to prove, prove a seductive and a persistent heresy. Pope Benedict XVI, an important theologian in his own right, said that Leo's papacy was undoubtedly one of the most important in the church's history. That's all from the Pellet Great Prize today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at George Tyrrell and the Modernist Crisis. To make our archive easy to access, we've started to group our podcasts to themes. So if you visit www.pogp.net, a third group on art and architecture is going up this week, from St. Peter's to the Sagrada Familia. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends, Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.